Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Chase. Uh, raise your hand if you have ever had fear of failure or fear of rejection. What I'm envisioning right now in my head is like 100,000 people all over the world raising their hand. Someone's driving, other people sitting on a park bench, jogging down the jogging trail, you know, lying in bed next to their partner, and they just put their hand in the air because uh, the reality is we've all faced this, right? Fear of rejection, fear of failure. It's, it's huge. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It is absolutely pervasive in our culture. Now, we can go into the causes and the, the why behind it, or what may be more helpful is to understand it and then look at how we might get better at managing it. If it's something that everyone has, we don't need to do a complete study of, let's just get better at managing our fear response to anything. The first time we do anything, right, it's almost always hard. I mean, there are the occasional, hey, you go play darts, you grab a, a dart, you throw it, you hit the bullseye. But that is few and far between, right? So let's just make a general statement. The first time we do something, we do anything, it's hard. The reality is the first time we probably screw it up. We make lots of mistakes. We might look funny doing it. Boy. That's actually a blessing because let's do the opposite. Let's consider the opposite that you hit that bullseye or you strap those skis to your feet and you go swishing down the ski slope perfectly. Let's say you don't embarrass yourself. Let's say it's not hard for you and you strike gold. Well, if uh, my experience is anything or if the Silicon Valley experience has taught us nothing, it's that our inexperience with success will probably lead to a, an even more catastrophic failure down the road, right? You'll get cocky on those skis. You'll make a bet the next time you sit down to play darts with somebody. You'll inevitably faceplant, have to pick yourself up, brush off the dirt, and think about how to not make that same mistake again in the future. So this brings us to an understanding that we need early failures in everything that we do to help motivate developing a skill set through which we can manage success when it comes later in life. Not the first time we put the skis on, not the first time we go to sell our product, not the first time we put paint to canvas, but later on. Because success, assuming we love what we do and we can do it over time, success will visit us. Now, there is no magic advice I can give to avoid failure. However, there are many ways you can practice failure with relatively low stakes. Follow me here. Thinking about rejection letters, right? These are great examples. Whether you're submitting a novel for publication, applying for a grant for your nonprofit, or simply emailing someone you'd like to collaborate with, you're going to get rejection. It's some way, shape, or form. Rejection is unavoidable. Here's what I'd like you to do instead of trying to fake it, trying to avoid it. Instead of trying and failing and avoiding it, what if you leaned in to rejection? What if you racked up as many rejections as you could in a day or in a week or in a month or in seeking one job? You sent so many resumes out there and your, your goal was to get rejected 100 times. What if you leaned in? Instead of laboring over perfecting a single email, to a single potential collaborator or the perfect job application, what if you sent out 100 and you started counting rejections and ignored how it made you feel? What if you got 50 of those or 100? 
with rejection as your goal, now, if you've reframed this, what's the worst that could happen, right? That you get a more positive response than you'd hope for? I know this is some crazy psychology here, but this is actually a page out of a friend, a guy that I met who I just absolutely loved his talk. I had the both joy and horror of, of keynoting uh, right after him. He gave this amazing speech and uh, it, it forever made me um, a fan of this particular person. His name is Jia Zhang, J-I-A-J-I-A-N-G. And he's the author of a book called Rejection Proof, How I Beat Fear and Became Invincible. So when I first met him, he gave this amazing talk. It got a standing ovation. I had to go speak immediately following him. And most of what I was, you know, early on in my speeches, like I couldn't stop referencing and pay attention to all the wisdom and brilliance that Jia had shared. And it was all about rejection, rejection therapy. But in that talk and in his the book, Rejection Proof, he essentially made a commitment to leave the corporate world and become an entrepreneur. Uh, and unfortunately, his deep-seated fear of rejection, he, he came to know that this is what was holding him back from taking the necessary risks to succeed, right? To overcome that fear, he instead through trial and error, came to understand that he needed to subject himself to a hundred days of rejection therapy. And in this therapy that he created for himself, he did a bunch of amazing and crazy things like asking a stranger to loan him a hundred dollars, to giving a speech on a random street corner, to asking a Krispy Kreme store, a Krispy Kreme donut store, if they could whip up some custom donuts in the shape of Olympic rings. He has to cop if he could drive his cop car. What do you think happened? By the time he'd finished his experiment, he learned that rejection was a lot less painful than he feared. And simultaneously, when he started asking for crazy things, the world actually conspired to help him. He was able to drive the cop car. Krispy Kreme actually made the donuts. So it was this amazing double win, right? He started callousing himself and expecting rejection. When he then was rejected, for some reasons, on some occasions, he was okay with us. He actually sought it. And when he was expecting rejection from you know, being asked if he could drive a cop car, and the cop just said, yes, go ahead, get in, here's the keys, both of those things elevated his experience, right? It helped him so much. By the time he'd finished this experiment, not only was rejection less painful, but he recognized that the fear of rejection had actually been the thing that kept him paralyzed. It wasn't actually the rejection. It was the fear. It was a mind state where he was afraid that kept him paralyzed. This is an amazing experiment. This talk, I think you can probably find it on the internet. If you Google his name, I think it was the World Domination Summit. You can watch his talk. And I, I highly recommend the book. This incredible experiment allowed... Jia Zhang to face his fear while embracing vulnerability. And of course, beyond his personal growth and the experiments that he ran, he created this book and this book has built him an enormous following and has endeared hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to him in his journey. And there's an interesting thing that happens, right? This success and the fulfillment that he felt from this process additionally softened the pain of any rejection that he felt in going on this journey in the first place. So the message here is simple. By facing our fears, 
by facing them head on and embracing our natural vulnerability, we build resiliency, we build adaptability, and we build grit. And these are three things, if I was going to task three things with, you know, about being a creator, being an entrepreneur, or, or, or hell, being a human, resiliency, adaptability, and grit, they would be right up there near the top of my list. I hope this helps. Let me know in the comments here, wherever you're listening to this stuff, seeing this stuff, or in the reviews, or of course, on everywhere on social. I'm at Chase Jarvis. Love to hear your thoughts. And don't forget to check out Jia Jang, his book, and this particular talk that I share. Rejection therapy is amazing, beautiful, and powerful. Go out there, get rejected, and let me know what it feels like to overcome it, right? Again, success will soften the pain of rejection and facing your fears, embracing vulnerability, building resiliency, adaptability, and grit. That's the name of the game. Go create. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing for this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. <music>